What is going on, everyone? My name is Sabrina, and welcome back to another episode of Season 2 On Fire Podcast. For those who are new here for the first time, for those who are coming back, welcome. I'm so excited, so thankful, and so grateful that you guys are tuning in for today's an amazing episode because we are in a series titled The Purpose of Fasting. In this series, I will highlight and pinpoint six main purposes of fasting and kind of just sharing the importance of it. Why do we do it? What's the whole purpose? Again, it's a spiritual discipline and a spiritual power tool in our walk with Jesus, especially in this time of Jesus fast. What is a Jesus fast? Um, obviously Jesus, <laughs> Jesus gave, uh, gave up food for 40 days and 40 nights. He sacrificed that to the Lord, to God, leading that to the crucifixion, leading that to the resurrection. Again, as you may know it as Easter, a lot of you may know this as Lent. Um, I talked a lot about that in the first, um, episode called intro. What is fasting? I talked a lot about how I was taught religious ways and not the relationship wise in this fast. So if you guys are curious, make sure you go check that out. But again, just kind of reminding you guys what the six main purposes are to look like in a fast. These six main reasonings are like a guide and like a guidance to exactly what is to happen behind the scenes of what a fast and what it's supposed to look like. So that's what this whole concept is and the whole main purpose, especially when Easter's coming, you know, Jesus doing his sacrifice and his fast for the for God. I thought it'd be a great time to do this and help you guys and teach you guys about fast and what that looks like. Last episode, I got to do the second purpose of fasting, which is called Grow Closer to God. In that episode, I kind of just got to share three main things on how to help with your relationship with God. Again, many other things, but they all categorize. So reading the Bible worshiping and prayer and again fasting and prayer go hand in hand so if you guys are curious on exactly those three things i highly highly recommend to go check out that episode and once you're done make sure you come back here because we are doing part three excuse me we are doing part three of understanding god's word the main the third purpose of fasting is to understand god's word the understanding of the word of god in today's episode i'm gonna just kind of break down exactly how a fast can help us understand god's word and what is god's word and just kind of the whole breakdown of that so without further ado let's just go ahead and jump right into it hold on i forgot something (laughs) um i just remembered i invited you guys to join me in this jesus fast as well that's why i'm talking about this fast um if you guys are participating with me, if you guys have no idea, I post a lot on the social media platforms on the Instagram. Go check that out on the updates. And we are finally in week, we completed week two already. It's been two weeks since the start of the fast. And again, um, you are sacrificing something for 40 days and 40 nights for the Lord Jesus. And I gave up like the sweet things, you know, the cami- the candy, the gummies, the ice cream, cake, pies, brownies, uh, cookies, everything you can name. Okay. I'm a big sweet tooth. So that's what I sacrificed before the Lord. And let me tell you, it has been hard. I've been to parties like baby showers. I just went to my um, pastor's baby shower just recently and she had tres leches cake. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to get down on that, but I can't. But you know, again, this is all for the glory of God. And this is again, spiritual discipline. I'm spiritually disciplining myself again, just submitting my flesh to the spirit. Okay. That's the whole purpose of fasting. That's what I wanted to mention before anything else. So for those who have been, who have been participating, so happy and so proud of you. And I know God is very happy and very proud of your sacrifice for him. And the love that you have for him is beautiful. If you guys are not participating, that is totally, totally fine. God understands your heart and there's no pressure. There's no downgrade or me guilt tripping you into not doing this no it's 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 totally up to you it was a choice fasting is a choice it is not forceful so don't feel like i'm talking down on you or anything like that that was totally up to you but god knows your heart at the end of the day and he knows what you're doing and he knows that you're taking your time with the lord jesus but anyways that's something i wanted to share so 
back into this episode. So how does a fast help us understand God's word? Okay, so first off, what is God's word? What is the word of God? One, two, three. The answer is Bible, okay? So obviously we may all know that the Bible is God's word. The word of God is the Bible, etc. vice versa and all that good stuff. So to understand God's word, I may have hit key points on it last episode, if you came from the last episode. But before you read the Bible, I would say to pray. I highly, highly recommend to pray before you read the word of God, because how I feel is that if you go into something and you jump right into scripture, it's like you need to have, you need to have understanding. You need to remember what you're reading. Cause a lot of times we may read regular books, you know, like comic books or non-fictional fictional, you, you get the idea, you know, you may read books and you're like, you know, what the, what, what did I just read? You know, cause with me, I have a hard time reading sometimes, well, at least now, but I know it's the enemy. Okay, let's just put that out there where I read and I'm like thinking of what I'm going to do later on the day. That's why I like to read out loud. I hate reading silently sometimes because I just get in my head and I need to use the words to speak, which I'll hit in just a minute. So when you are reading the Bible, make sure you pray because I don't want you to go into something so fast and so rushed without inviting the Holy Spirit. Okay, you need to invite the Holy Spirit, invite the Holy Spirit to surround you and to protect you. Two main things I would say to ask for from the Holy Spirit, from Jesus, before you read the Bible, when you are praying, is knowledge and wisdom. Now, Sabrina, what is knowledge and wisdom? The spirit of knowledge and spirit of wisdom that I like to call it are also known as the gift of knowledge and the gift of wisdom. Now, we are given gifts, and this is talked about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. If you, I will mention that in the next episode and further episodes later on in this series. So if you want context and you want to understand exactly the 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Go ahead and read that because that'll give you a lot of, lot of context on what I'm going to hit and pinpoint. So if you want to pause the video or I'm sorry, pause the episode, go ahead and do that. And then, or if you want to wait till after, totally, totally up to you. But again, two things I would ask from the Holy Spirit, ask from God to give you before you're reading the Bible and prayer are knowledge and wisdom. Now the gift of knowledge is to to perceiving and understanding the truth of God's word. The gift of knowledge allows a believer to relate the scriptures and particularly the gospel of Jesus to all aspects of life in this world. So the people who have this gift, who are like, that's like their gift deep rooted, because again, we're all given different gifts. Um, We're not going to have them all. Okay. Some of us don't have all of them. Some of us may have all of them, but the people who do have these gifts, they can see how it connects to every situation and every circumstance and how the reality and truth of the gospel is to inform and every decision a Christian makes. So when you have the gift of knowledge, example is like, if you came up to me, (laughs) pretend you know me and you've seen me before, um, pretend you gave me a scripture and you're like, Sabrina, I need you to read Matthew something, something, you know, like just, can you read me the scripture? Can you explain to me what it means? Cause you know, uh, God put, you know, just telling, coming up to me like, Hey Sabrina, I need your help dissecting the scripture. And I'm like, you know what? I'm down, but first I'm going to ask God to provide me the gift of knowledge because if I just read it and I, I'm be the same as you I'm gonna be like oh this is a tough one this is I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't I don't know so I ask God to give me the when I have the gift of knowledge if God provides me the gift of knowledge through the Holy Spirit because again it's not my works but God's okay it is all God's work not your own these gifts are provided through the Holy Spirit not your own okay let's just get that out there so once I'm able to receive the gift of knowledge I'm able to interpret and read in like, okay, great. Now I understand it because I am perceiving and understanding the truth of God's word. So if I'm given scripture, I'm understanding the truth of it. And I have the gift of knowledge to, uh, to relate it to them. 
But I, to be able to relate it to them, I need to tell them. I need to speak it with my words. And how can I do that when I don't have the words of wisdom? I can say, you know what? I understand in my head. But if they need help and I, if I want to teach it, it's the same thing with this podcast. If I come up, if I get scripture, I need, I need to pray about it. I need to ask God to fill me with knowledge and wisdom because I can't just, I need to go and teach others. As Mark says, we need to go and spread the gospel to all nations of all kinds. I cannot keep it to myself. So if you're asking me for help, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to help you, but I need to have the words of wisdom. I need to have the gift of wisdom. And what is wisdom refers to an intimate understanding of God's word and his commandments, which results in holy and upright living and again first corinthians chapter 12 verse 8 the context for that scripture it means to speak life of an individual or to speak to a specific situation with great understanding and righteous perspective with the goal of guiding others towards a life of holiness and worship so again you give me the scripture i understand it through the gift of knowledge i'm like you know what i totally understand it and this is how i understand it and i'm going to tell you then i tell them what the scripture means and then i apply it to their lives then i say the scripture was meant for you and what god is trying to tell you is pretty much in your circumstances in your situations god's gonna da 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 you know just go off on about it and that's how i'm able to relate it the holy spirit is able to relate it through scripture, it's able to relate it through the wisdom. And then that way they're able to be fully transformed again in a righteous perspective with great understanding and leading them the right way. So the words of wisdom help with leading others the right way in a righteous perspective. As knowledge, you are able to interpret and understand exactly what the scripture is telling you and how you can go and inform others about the gospel and connect it to their um, to their situations and their circumstances. So that's why praying is very, very important when teaching, when you're trying to learn yourself and why you're trying to teach others as well. And Proverbs eleven two it says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. And I've said it in the beginning of the episode, beginning of the series, that humbleness is a big, big thing and when you're walking with God because when you're a humble you're acknowledging you need him you're accepting his help you you're acknowledging that you you're not that you're not on your own you're acknowledging that you don't know it all that you need the help of God and spiritual humility is when you're being obedient to God you're being submissive to him and we're not able to have knowledge and wisdom if we think we know what we're doing if we think you know what I don't need I don't need you know God's guidance in this I'm just that guy I'm that girl where I can just read the Bible and boom learn it all on my own No, I'm not saying you think that way, but just that was an example. But you need to have humbleness before the Lord. You need to be humble before the Lord. So humbleness is a big, big key, especially if you want the gift of knowledge and the gift of wisdom. But in summary of that all, by doing this and by praying before you read the word of God, by reading the Bible, you are able to understand and fully comprehend the why to God by reading the Bible. And that is today's concept is the why to God. The whole understanding of God's word is the why. That is why we need to understand the word of God is because we are able to understand the why, the whole purpose of Jesus and God. And again, reading the Bible. Now, I mentioned Jesus, and I'm going to mention him again, okay, because we are in a Jesus fast. But if you have your Bible out, or if you want to use your phone, or if you're driving, don't do that. Do not do that. Safety first. But if you have time, open up to first, uh, I'm sorry, to John chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. That's where I'll be um, reading from now on. So if you want to pause this episode really fast and join with me, or if you just want to sit and listen to me, that's totally, totally fine. I'll be reading it from here on my laptop. But um, I want to go to John chapter one, verse one through five. And this is where it gets deep with the understanding of God's word. Okay. So if you're there, go ahead and read along with me. I'm reading the NIV version. If you have any other version, 
do it on your own. You know, pause the video. You do what you got so you can understand it. Again, praying before, okay? So let's just pray real fast. Lord, help us with this. I invite the Holy Spirit, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. Boom. Simple. Let's just get into it. So it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing as made that has been made. Mm, tongue twister. In him was life, and that life was light of all mankind. That light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Okay. Sabrina, why are you bringing up John? Why? What's the whole purpose? What are we doing? Now, some of you may know this verse because it's the most infamous verse called, In the beginning was a word. Okay. But when I first read this as a new beginner, this verse reminded me of Genesis. In Genesis 1, chapter 1, verse 1, it's talking about how God is creating all the heavens and the earth, how he's making the light and darkness, the water, the land, the birds, the animal, everything. And in that first verse of Genesis chapter 1, God says, in the beginning, and then it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So in the beginning, and John refers it to in the beginning. So John is tying these verses together. He's tying the beginning. He's saying, in the beginning was a word. And then if you go to Genesis, which I believe Moses wrote, he's saying, God, in the beginning, created the heavens and the earth. Now, John is in the New Testament. Okay, John was one of Jesus' disciples, whereas Moses from the Old Testament, and he was very, he was a very on fire for Christ, uh, very on fire for God, because because Christ was not made just yet. Um, so pretty much, John ties these two verses in the beginning. Okay, but why are we going back to Genesis, Sabrina? Why, why, why? What's the whole point? What are you, what are you connecting? Let's go to Genesis three fifteen. If he, again, I'll have it read it here. So Genesis three fifteen, it says, "He, this is God speaking." to the serpent because this is the fall, the great fall, you know, Adam and Eve, they sinned against God, Eve ate the the fruit, you know, all that. You may have heard the story. So this is God after speaking to Adam and Eve, this is him speaking to the serpent who deceived. We all know serpent, serpent meaning Satan, meaning father lies, meaning the annoying one, meaning the dirtier one, <laughs> or meaning that guy. Okay. So this is God speaking to, to the serpent. He says, he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. When I first read this as a new Christ, as a new, as a new Christ, I'm sorry, forgive me, as a new believer in Christ, I read and I said, um, he, okay, um, what do we, what are we meaning here? He will crush it. Like that was out of context. I had no context for this. So God, believe me or not, was speaking about Jesus. Okay. Now, why is he speaking? Sabrina, how do you know he's speaking about Jesus? Because if we go to the New Testament and we learn about the story of Jesus, how Jesus came, died on the cross and was, and resurrected again, Easter, he defeated death because he defeated Satan. Now, Satan in this time before Jesus came, he had a lot of power in that time. He had taken a lot of things from us. He had taken our authority. He had taken this, he had taken that. But when Jesus came and Jesus died on the cross for us so that we can have that all back, so we can have reconciliation with, with God, that we can rebuild our relationship with God, that we have a new opportunity. I can go on and on and on, but we have new things in Christ Jesus. So because of Jesus, we are gained back a lot. We gained back the authority, the victory, the crown, everything through Jesus. And by that, Jesus stumped on Satan. And like it says in Genesis 3.15, he will crush your head. Jesus crushed Satan's head and Satan hit the hill of Jesus and boom, Satan fell again. <laughs> Satan fell again and he was defeated again and he's continued to be defeated. Amen. So that's why John ties these two verses. So going back to the verse of John, 
He says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. In Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All that beautiful stuff. So John is telling us that Jesus was in the beginning of time. <clears throat> Sorry. God knew about Jesus since the beginning. Okay. God knew that we were humans. Okay. We were not angels. We were not God or anything like that. He knew we were humans and he knew we were going to be disobedient and do what we want to do and sin and fall short of the glory of God. He knew this. So he already had Jesus in mind since the beginning. He planned for Jesus to come before anyone had known of it. So when John says in the beginning was the word, who is he referring to? In the beginning was Jesus. Oh my gosh, how beautiful that is. Jesus is the word. The word of God became flesh. Oh my gosh, can we get a hallelujah in here or something? Because that is so beautiful. So when we think of God's word, we think of Jesus because he is the word. I just want to reread this whole entire verse of John verse 1 to 1 through 5 and put Jesus in replacement of the word. You ready? In the beginning was Jesus and Jesus was with God and Jesus was God. He, Jesus, was God in the beginning. Through Jesus, all things were made. What does that remind you of? It reminds me of the verse Philippians 4 13. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Look at the Bible connecting like it always does. Through Jesus, all things were made. Without Jesus, nothing has made that has been made. In Jesus was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. What does the darkness represent? It, it like represents de de demons. It represents hell. It represents the Satan. And what does light represent? Light re represents Jesus. For God said that Jesus said He's the light of the world, and in Him, in Jesus was life. What does Jesus say in John fourteen six? He says, "I'm the way, the truth, and the life." That's what Jesus said. He declares that he is the son of God, that he is the Messiah that the Israelites were waiting for, that he is that guy. He is the light of all mankind. So what John is saying is that Jesus was there since the beginning, that the word of God, that God's words that was with God is Jesus. So when we are understanding God's word, we are thinking of Jesus. That's why that's why we always hear people say, you need to read your Bible. You need to read your Bible. I think you should stay in the word, stay in the word, word, meaning stay in Jesus, stay in Jesus. Because when we read the Bible, we are reading God's word. We're reading about Jesus. We're learning about the history, the commandments, the, the promises of God, the why to God. We are re reading and learning about Jesus by that. We can become more like him every single day, which is our goal in our daily lives to become like Jesus. So that's why people say, stay in your word read the scriptures read um read the verses because all that is jesus all that is the holy trinity so what is god's word who is god's word the holy trinity it is god the father god the is jesus the son and the holy spirit because that is what it's mentioned throughout the whole thing the prophecies from the old testament have prophesied that jesus is coming that there will be a teacher that will be left for us meaning the holy spirit so that is three in one. So when we are understanding God's Bible in a fast, we're able to understand Jesus. We're able to understand God. We're able to understand the Holy Spirit and the whole why to it. Why did God do this? Why did God say that? Why is Jesus telling us this? What is the Holy Spirit? Why does the Holy Spirit? It is all the why to the understanding of God's word. And I just, once we're able to understand God's word, we're able to live it out. We accept God's will 
wholeheartedly. Why? Because we have a full understanding of God's word, his intentions in our lives. And I'll just leave it off on this powerful verse that I really, really love about the scripture and the word of God. It's in Hebrews 4.12. Many of you may know it, but it says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Amen and amen to that. Well, I'll just leave it off on there for today's episode. I really, really hope you you guys enjoyed today's episode. And what question that I'll leave you guys with is what stood out to you today? What is something that you're going to take and apply into your life? Um, was it the gift of knowledge? Was it the gift of wisdom? What is something you learned today and how you can apply it into your life? And then once you're done, make sure you share this episode to other people who God has placed in your mind to share this to. Um and all that good stuff. I do have a donations and fundings app through the in the description down below. If you'd love to donate to the ministry, you're more than welcome to. Again, the social media platforms are open for future episode suggestions or for any prayer requests that you guys are wanting me to pray for about. Again, we are in fellowship together, okay? This is not just me and that's just me. No, we are in fellowship together, inviting the Holy Spirit with us. Okay, we're in fellowship, we're in community, we're in unity, amen. So if you guys are wanting to reach out on the social media platforms for any future suggestion episodes or any prayer requests, go ahead and do that. I would love to build a connection and relationship with you. But for those who have been reaching out on the social media platforms, I thank you. There have been many of you who have, and I thank you so much. And I love you guys dearly. And again, we're just building a relationship together. And that is it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Uh, Again, continue strong in your Jesus fast for those who have been doing it. Very happy. God is more proud of you. He's more proud of you. He is more proud and he loves you so, so much. He loves you more than me. (laughs) I mean, you get what I meant. Like, I love you, but God loves you more. There we go. I love you, but God loves you more. And yeah, just stay strong in your walk and continue to learn about this fast. Pray, read your word, read about Jesus. And I love you guys. Thank you. And that is it for today. I'll talk to you guys next week or through the social media platforms. Sabrina out.